What is going on, everyone? And welcome to Cis Chats, aka the Shay and Alicia show, where we dive deep into the realms of spirituality and holistic wellness. I am your shaman, your sister in spirit, and your friend, Alicia Dunlavy. Hey, everyone. I'm Shay. We're two friends and colleagues on a mission to bring you inspiring content for your spiritual and personal growth and messages from the collective consciousness to support you on your journey back to wellness and spiritual depths. Welcome and welcome back. <laughs> Let's dive right into prayer like we always do, and then we will start pulling some messages from the um, collective. My gosh, I feel something inside right now. <laughs> infinite love and wisdom we are so grateful for this moment to gather with you in our full authentic expression we ask that you surround this sacred space in a white bubble of protection and we ask that you do that for each of us as individuals here today we ask that our egos our fears and all the things that do not serve the greatest and highest good to take a step aside for this short moment in time we ask that everything that is aligned with love, wisdom, gratitude, abundance, and prosperity, and truth, to increase your potency, to be heard, to be seen, to be spoken. We ask for the ascended masters that are meant to be here, to connect with our audience and with us to uh, step forward into the sacred circle. And we seal that with love and light. And so it is done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ashe, ashe, ashe. Amen, amen, amen. Woo! <laughs> Who are you feeling here today? What's What's going on? I feel the spirit of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. I feel the spirit of confusion. Mm -hmm. I feel the deer here and the rabbit. Mm. And I feel a call to trust. What do you feel here today? Girl, I am feeling Mother Magdalene. I am feeling White Buffalo Woman. I am feeling the strongest like call for us to hone in and ground so deeply. It's like a V. It feels like a V. And the V like the sides of the V have like little things coming out of it. And it's like a funnel and it's like, come here. Mm. It's the feeling of the earth chakra asking for connection and stability. And for this top energy to come here, it's saying, um, Ooh, Got the chilies there. 
I was feeling Venus and Aphrodite at the end when you asked for any more ascended masters to come in. They came in swiftly. And I was like, whoa, all right. <laughs> um, and I feel some angels here. So, so um, all beautiful. Thank you. Woohoo! Welcome. Welcome, everyone. What do you feel? Um, what message wants to to start today? Okay, so this message actually is coming from another voice, um, Green Tara. And the Green Tara stepping forward first to share a message of oneness with the planet, saying it's easy for us right now to get stuck in this idea that the world is too bad, too harmful, too chaotic for us, for our participation, for our membership in it, to our, for, for our association with it. It's easy for us to become separated in thinking that the world is too X for our engagement, for us to show up. Why would I show up when the world's not good enough for me to show up in? The world does not deserve my best because it's not giving me its best. Mm -hmm. And so then we have these internal struggles of everybody around me is not good enough. Everything around me is not good enough. Every experience I have is not cutting it. And we're being asked to gently and gracefully take an assessment of how much we are cutting the world off from us and ourselves off from the world. And understanding that whether we love what's happening in it or not, or whether we even feel like we know what's happening in it or not, there are be there are clues and signs and synchronicities and nature coming forth to ground us and guide us into a gentle consciousness that allows us to see this any differently but we have to hold on because it does get hard it does get painful it does get confusing we do have to hold on the call is though to raise our our consciousness and some sort of vibrational frequency to love understanding unity and coming together as not only humans but also as with and as other forms of life on the planet um that is the first message wanting to come through today so thank you i love that thank you Um, <laughs> I hear. Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be speaking in a very different way than I have, but also very similar way. 
Um, and I think I really want to want to start talking uh, through through the experience of humanity, like through through the one experiencing and as the one that is witnessing the experience. Um, and I'm and I'm speaking to myself when I say that. So thank you for <laughs> witnessing me kind of create a stream of uh, consciousness here. Heard. Oof. Okay. <laughs> what we want to talk about today is that there is this very dogmatic understanding of what elevating one's vibration looks like and the dogma that comes with that has a lot to do with um vibing really high like i gotta vibe high and i gotta open up my third eye and i gotta open up my crown more and i and i need more and i need more and i need more of that um And that is absolutely one way to begin to raise your vibration. But when we're talking about consciousness, to, to awaken your consciousness, that also comes with awakening the consciousness of how is your body actually doing right now? I feel that we lack a lot of tools to tune into despair and hopelessness, and fear, and trauma active, right? When our body is in a fight or flight state, I do not always recommend people go to meditation. I do not always recommend, and, and I mean meditation with the intent to kind of escape. There's this thing happening right now on this planet where like spirituality is now becoming an escape goat. It's actually becoming a form of escapism rather than consciousness. Mm -hmm. And we want to be very mindful of that because you are having a human experience and for like this this kind of worded this kind of verbiage that wants to come through is going to be talking to different groups of people right but like when we are awakening the god goddess self that's one way to say it when we are connecting to god creation when we are um being the most loving version of ourselves right if highest the highest vibe that exists is gratitude and love which a lot of people say in the spiritual community then sometimes what we need to do is love the fact that our fear is here to guide us back into the body mm-hmm um, and a lot of people are craving comfort right now, but haven't learned, um, safe tools for comfort, right? We've learned how to comfort the body through escapism. It's like, I don't want to be here, so I need to escape. And that brings me comfort knowing that I can escape. But like part of the conscious journey is learning how to find comfort in actually being here, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. 
And when the body is in that fight or flight, like this isn't working and maybe I need to meditate, maybe I need to get more downloads or maybe, maybe I need to figure this out. And like, let me, let me try to raise my vibe. Let me try to pretend to be positive when I'm not, let me try to like starve myself and like fast right now. Like, let me try to, you know, like the, their spirituality is, is an experience, you know, it's you experiencing yourself in, in all of your many facets. Um, so and any modality on this planet, anything that we can do can can be toxic, can be too much, too little, or in harmony. And so what we want to invite is this real opportunity to not just try to overwhelm yourself with trying to um, get to the next step and figure out what you need to do next. And really anchoring into what is present right now and how to be with what is right now. Um, so if we're getting a little bit like that's kind of like an umbrella, we're like speaking in energy and we're speaking in like this is an overall essence of thought. <clears throat> if we're speaking a lot more directly to people, some of you need rest. Mm -hmm. Like you're, I, I can hear bodies being like, I need rest. Like I literally need a moment to integrate everything that I, that is purging from me, that is coming up in me right now. And it's overwhelming my physical body. This energy is overwhelming my physical body. And I need a minute for it to digest what just is happening and not continue to try to keep forcing things out and forcing things and going to the next step and what's going to happen. Like, stuff did just happen mm -hmm. and we need to integrate and like rest is a great way to do it this is going to be something that a lot of people are like what but like straight up i felt this energy um happening within me and i literally had to ask my body what it wanted like what do you want to make you feel good what would make you feel good right now and my body said i want a chocolate glazed chocolate donut and like some people will be like, sugar, gluten, the audacity, you know. But when I ate that chocolate donut, my body said, thank you so much for giving me the space to have something that made me feel tuned into my inner child. Because whenever I was a kid, I loved donuts, you know, like it's something that filled me. Did I eat 12 of them? No, but I did have one to honor what my body was communicating to me. I want comfort. I don't want to push myself today. I don't I don't want to have to think about tomorrow. I don't want to have to worry about money. I don't want to have to do I just want to like <laughs> sink into my humanity. Yeah. I want yeah. to dive into my humanity here. I want to serve my humanity here. And sometimes we can get so hyper-focused, especially as practitioners, to want to serve the collective humanity that we forget that when we service ourselves first, when we get to know ourselves first, and we when we learn how to serve ourselves, when we learn how to receive from ourselves, then we are actually able to start giving to others more potently. Yeah, from a true space of like fullness and, and love. Um, so I just wanted to address that there are some people out there that I think your bodies are trying to communicate with you, that it's basic needs, not just its basic needs, but it's 
basic basic um wants are calling out and i feel that those wants are not being met and i also feel like there is also this concept that maybe those wants are wanting to be met by somebody else rather than it being met by you um so if there is a situation in your life where you're like they're not doing this they're not doing this why is nobody doing this for me um I would really just kind of like love to offer the prompt, like, how can you do that for you today? Um, how can you bring you comfort today? How can you bring you deep listening and attention today? Um, and that was the message I wanted to come through. Yeah, I love that so much. Thank you for that. I do feel like I do feel like that needed to come through and just to continue on that. Um, this is really true, especially like, especially for people who have become aware and have intentionally tuned in and, you know, are on some sort of path or growth journey are praying are you know people who are intentionally focused on spirit oriented perspectives of living um we're going to feel a whole lot in our bodies right now in our hearts in our minds and our nervous system and i was just reading rereading the book frequency by penny pierce and she talks about these nine stages of raising your vibration. And she says, and you go through them over and over again as you're raising your consciousness. And in the nine stages, she talks about illnesses and ailments that can happen and symptoms and side effects at every single level of raising your frequency and vibration. And it's really true, like, because you think, okay, say, for instance, somebody starts this journey of self-healing for a physical ailment, to heal a physical ailment. Um, at some points, as you're raising your consciousness or your vibration, through things like heart healing and inner work um, and, you know, other things, our immune system can become more prone to illness. Our nervous system can become more easily shocked or triggered by something or upset by something. Sleeplessness can happen more often. So it's just like certain parts of the journey really do require us to integrate, to rest um, the best ideas are gonna come from a clear mind and a rested body space. I mean, I'm, I'm saying you cannot think yourself into the types of ideas that will come when you are in a rested mind and body space. Um, and when you're not actually so hyper-focused or concentrated on figuring anything out, right? So like, this is something that I really wish I knew earlier on, but at the same time, not because 
I was able to go so far into that other side of understanding how to know things and how to do things and how to get places and how to figure things out that um, I was really forced or pushed all the way into the extreme other in terms of, you know, my cancer journey and stuff. Um, and now the, now the challenge is to kind of balance these two a little bit more um, personally for me, but what Alicia is saying is just so true. And there's no rush to figure anything out to be anything. It's if, if you're worried about time, you know, I could go into all these things of time, but I think the most helpful thing would be that if you're worried about time, you could actually get more done on every level from a rested place. Yeah. Yeah. I have a um thing that's kind of coming through and it wants to be drawn. The teacher in me is coming, coming through. So um, I love what Shay was talking about earlier because we're gonna tie this all together, hopefully through an image, or we're gonna we're gonna help create like a full circle, right? So if you are here in the center, for those of you that can see this, if you're here in the center and you have this funnel of energy coming around you, which some people call the Taurus, right? Which I, I don't have the whole thing drawn. We're just zoomed in on this one particular part. There comes this point where you are sending up prayer, energy, intention, and all of the energy is going up. Hey. I want this. This is what I desire. This is what I'm hoping for. So literally you're pulling your energy up into the air, right? Um, and what that can do is it can start to lift you up into your consciousness. It can start to lift up the DNA. It can start to lift up things. This is where we like really start to actively meditate. This is where we actively start to connect in the higher realms. This is where we actively go, right? So what can happen in this space? If you think, if you keep pushing up and 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 you stay in that, I got to meditate and I got to put up here and I got to go up here and I got to, and I got to be in the realm and I have to be, be on the other side of the veil and I got to look for answers and I got to look, what, what do you think can happen just by looking at that, those that are watching? I'm just going to give you a second, right? So now say that as you are, because we know that everything that we need is within us. So say that we're taking all of this energy that is within us and calling for it to elevate, calling for it to activate, calling for it to be uplifted and aligned. Right? Now we're up here floating in the air and we have all the information, we have all the data. We have all the experiences. We have all the activations. Then what do you think your job is to do when now you've kind of maxed capacity uplifting before you just basically leave your body, <laughs> right? Before you basically just leave this realm that's right in front of you. You can get kind of detached from this world, right? So what we want to do is we want to start pulling the energy back down. We want to bring ourselves back down. Otherwise, we're just going to 
keep on floating up 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 but we have a body that has density so we need some kind of gravity we need some kind of anchor here right but if you conscious being are constantly calling up 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 and then all of a sudden you're like oh i don't feel good and this is a lot and i'm really overwhelmed up 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 Oh, I feel really disconnected from humanity. People don't understand me. People have no idea what's going on here. I don't even belong on this planet anymore. Up, 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 right? These are, these are the symptoms that can happen. And it can feel very, you can start getting, your third eye can become overactive. You can start feeling a little manic. You can start feeling very disconnected from the world around you because what are you doing? Conscious creator, you're saying up. And all the actions that you're taking are saying up, up, up. So what spirit is saying is now they're asking you, all right, you're starting to get the symptoms of maxing out on your upness. You can feel it. Your brain is telling you, your body's telling you, you're feeling nauseous. You're not, you know, you might be getting a little bit sick. You're kind of heavily purging. Like there's a lot of things going on here. So where do we think we need, what do we think we need to do? We need to ground the energy down. Then we start allowing the energy to come down. Ah, uh, okay. Now this can be uncomfortable because it feels so different because we've built up so much momentum in the up, it can feel uncomfortable. And almost um, the word I'm like, the word is escaping me, but it almost seems counterintuitive to say, no, it's time for me to go down. But down, that's not where I want to go. It's not where I want to go. But you're, but you intuitively know that you can't go up anymore. <laughs> but it feels counterintuitive to go down because you just want to keep going up. What we want to say is when you are anchoring the energy down, you're not taking any steps back. You're not going backward. You're bringing the energy down to anchor. It's not forward and back. When we're going through the ascension process, it's up and ground and up and ground and up and ground because you have a you have a density you have a body that needs to be grounded and anchored so that way you can keep ascending it happens in layers and it's so sacred and it's so beautiful so how do we how do we ground we connect with the body we connect with the world we anchor into our humanity. This does not mean that we go backward and start doing things that we know that we shouldn't be doing, doing things that we know are unhealthy for us, doing things that are extremely unbalanced, right? But like I know in my journey, just speaking personally, there were times where I was so spiritual that you would never catch me wearing a cute dress dancing at a you know going to the clubs around people who drink alcohol and do all this stuff like that was like almost like this weird mentality that i started getting like this elitist mentality because i'm spiritual and blah blah blah, blah you know but it wasn't until i took my ass out had a little few sips of wine and danced that i actually was able to ground everything that i had just learned then I'm like, oh, I learned all of this stuff. And now I know how to apply it to my reality. 
you can't apply knowledge without action. Grounding it in the body is taking action or non-action. Action and non-action both live in the same house. Right. They're the same thing. They're just opposite expressions of itself. Okay. So when we're asking you to anchor and ground in things, what we're really asking you is apply everything you just got. We want to see if you really know it. We want to see if you understand it. We know that you know it intellectually, but do you know how to apply it into the realm of existence? Do you know how to manifest what you just learned? Prove. Do it. You don't have to prove it. Prove it is a strong word. That's my programming coming up. But like, show us. Show us that you you actually get it. And I think that sometimes we can get so addicted to the download, so addicted to the knowledge that we never actually get to apply it. Mm -hmm. And so openly, I do not have the answer to this. But the question that I feel like also wants to be reflected on is, what are the, reper what are the karmic repercussions of that? Oh, yeah, I, I I was actually going to say that, um, first of all, when you were talking about going up and up and up, and then it seems counterintuitive to go down, people saying, well, that's not where I want to go. Why would I go there? That's not where I want to go. I don't want to go down. The question is important to ask ourselves, where am I trying to go? Thank you. Where do I want to be? to be aware of that. And it, it's okay if it's anywhere other than where you are, the answer, but to be aware of that is very important because a lot of people are going up, up, up without even taking a step back and saying, wait, where am I trying to go? Where do I want to be? Where am I trying to get somewhere? Because remember that is replicating the exact same thought systems that have dominated us into the current states of suffering and trauma. Yeah? Yes. So, so to get somewhere is actually um, a very difficult challenge in spiritual and personal and collective consciousness rising. The challenge is for us to notice that there is nowhere else to go or be other than where we are in any given moment. And that's so much easier said than done. Alicia and I are talking about this because we have been people who have been the ones saying, go up, go up, go up, go up. I don't want to go down. Why would I go down? You know, we have been there and, um, like you were saying, some people don't have these healthy coping mechanisms of grounding or feeling comfort in this reality. So we go from reaching, 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 reaching up into downward karmic patterns and, and cycles and um, attachments. And I say this with love because I've been this person too. So we have to really hear what Alicia's saying here because it is something that we all go through that, you know, is not like, not dangerous, but just, let's just be aware of it. Let's just be aware of what it is that might be a pattern happening that we're not be 
conscious of or not conscious of and try to see maybe is that showing up in my journey right now or just kind of put it in the back of your mind in case it does show up in your journey yeah 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 and and like like i want to be clear um this this shows up in many different ways you know this imbalance we are mind body spirit and emotion so how this shows up in many different ways the thing i was mainly talking about here is those of us that have been able to to have some sensitivity to our energetic body we can kind of feel this elevation happening and like we can feel this like oh i'm like reaching some states happening you know and like the 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 addiction that can come to being high being high on spirituality um which again can lead into hyperactive or hypoactive um, states. And, and really what we've come here is to experience harmony, whether in its extremes or in, it, in its pureness. Um, so I, I feel this call for harmony, you know, and balance within. And, um, and I really think that just comes from checking in with mind, body, spirit, and emotion. Yeah. And, and like, uh, just one more thing I want to talk about in terms of exhaustion, the spirit of exhaustion coming in and the spirit of confusion coming in. When you said those, I was like, wow, you know, this is something that I do just want to bring up. A lot of us have um, been more receptive to the idea of physically resting our bodies less receptive to the idea of resting our mental and emotional planes. Um, so sometimes we can get into this thing where we want to be mentally stimulated and active and interacted with. And I've said this multiple times, but I, I see the brain as a problem solver. So if we don't feed it challenges enough challenges during the day it'll look for problems to kind of feed off of and sometimes we can get swarmed like how do you say like sucked into a vortex of a situation of a situation mm -hmm. and we can be stimulated to the point where because our brain needs that stimulation our emotion needs some stimulation we need connection and interaction with others. So, you know, sometimes we can find ourselves in shit storms of drama or chaos or separation or judgment or pain or, or longing or desire when it was a it was a an option whether we, we wanted to step into that um, drama hole, right? And this can mentally exhaust us so much. Like, have you ever like thought about a problem, like a real actual problem or an imagined one and have thought yourself into exhaustion or have felt your way into exhaustion? A lot of times with this journey, we internally go inward trying to understand ourselves in the heart, in the soul, in the mind and sometimes we can get into these trap doors a little bit where we're mentally exhausting ourselves or emotionally exhausting ourselves 
when we're fixating on a problem, we're creating, we're creating problems. So, you know, this is all normal. This is all part of it. Alicia and I do this too. Um, Stop calling me out. No, I'm just kidding. I love, I love, I love the authenticity because it is true. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. I do this too. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm resting my physical body, but here I am just, you know, hyper-focused on something because it gets me excited or I think it's funny or I think it's interesting or intriguing. And I go with the runaway train in the mental and emotional plane. So, you know, <laughs> Yeah. It's all of this, but it, it is true. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I love how you were kind of bringing that up. I love that you brought that up because last on last episode, I talked about how I had to go. I had to go to Kennywood. Like I had to go to a theme park because my instinct was, let me just, I'm, I'm exhausted. Let me lay in bed. And I'm thinking, lay in bed to what? To sit here and hamster wheel for four hours while you just lay there and hamster. No, you need to go live. Go live. Go do something that will completely take you out of mind and into your body. And like getting on that roller coaster did it for me. I was like, I, like, cause it was my instinct was I'm, I'm exhausted. I need to rest. And there's a different, the body needs to rest. The mind needs either healthy focus stimulation like something to healthily kind of like get it you know stimulated or it just needs to like be forced to kind of like shut off like forced and so like that like an embodiment practice is kind of nice because then your your mind can't wander into infinite spaces and kind of spin out it's like i have to be focused here i love whenever like my brain is exhausted i love going and shooting oh my gosh the like shooting guns oh target practice when it it forces my mind because i just having a target knowing what part of the target I have to get, knowing I have a weapon in my hand, knowing that I have to breathe and stand and hold and position myself. Uh, and then the satisfaction of like seeing your completeness, like of, of how, how that level of focus creates an experience that's satisfying. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm like, especially the little like metal targets that like ting, ting, and they fall down. It's kind of like, at a, it's kind of like at an amusement park where you throw the ball and like the things. <laughs> it is like, so, so good. So like, rather than spiraling out into nothing, getting the mind to focus and hone in on something that like where you can receive um i wouldn't say instant gratification but like some you know some sort of like uh that that felt so good to stimulate you in that way mm, 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 mm. so good i have these like um mystery books so you like solve a mystery yourself like every five minutes um <laughs> or like coloring books and honestly mm. honestly sometimes it's like instead of creating a problem or instead of contributing to a problem that already exists 
with real people, I'm just going to go solve a mystery. <laughs> I mean, love that. Yeah. Um, so it's helped me just not get into other people's like chaos and drama when I'm not called to be in it. Cause like there's, there's parts of us that like it. Like we like to help figure things out. Um, but it's like, yeah. So those are some things that help me too on the mental, emotional plane. Coloring is so nice. Mm -hmm. I um, downloaded an app on my computer, uh, on my um, tablet last night and mm -hmm. I was coloring and I was like, Oh my gosh, I forgot how good this feels. Not to even have to create art, because I typically I'll be like, oh, I'll just want to create something. But still, that leaves my mind with too much opportunity. Like, do I go left or do I go right? Or what color? You know, but just to like have a thing that's already there and I just have to fill the space. Yeah. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the best part about like meditation, right? Is that meditation comes in its many forms. It doesn't have to be this like transcend transcendental thing where we're like getting high. It could be like meditation can be this very like grounding and anchoring anchoring thing. And it's like mm, that made me feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah. You know, people are like, I don't, some people are like, I really have trouble with meditation. And it's like, if you have trouble with meditation, start, start with small ones and start with guided ones, like start with short ones and start with guided ones and just try to do them a couple times a week. Not like anybody asked me for advice here, but it's, it's like also something that happens with people who are concerned about just getting up and up and up. We like feel like um, meditating to ground, but like this V, this yeah. energy that was coming in really is calling us to do some of that overall as a collective with how the energy is coming through. So I love that. I also wanted to say that like sometimes... Um... I, cause I do feel like people are, are wanting advice. I'm like, Oh, how do I meditate? So to ground. So like, rather than meditating on the third eye, meditate on the senses. Oh, I love that. So like turn on a fan, turn on something where you're folk, you're forced back into a body experience and not a third eye visualization experience. It's like, Folk. And I love to do that by water. Like I'll go by water and I'll listen to it. And anytime my mind wanders or anytime I start to like my third eye starts to go somewhere, I'm like water. It's like, oh, okay. And like, it really, it really helps. So yeah. prevent that like sucking up motion. And it brings me more into like a, no, we're meditating to be in the body. We're meditating to be in the body. We're not meditating to, to get insight. So. Okay. Cool. I love that. You have cards out? Shall we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, 51 minutes. We really did that. Okay. Thank you for the messages. Ooh. Good 
My other favorite meditation is to dance. Turn on my favorite song and just mm, dance freely. There's yeah. a song on TikTok that's going around. The song hasn't been released. I am like waiting for it to be released. It's by King George. And I think it's called Don't Bother Me or something like that. But it goes, um, a big girl got it going on. Dun, 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 dun. Something about um, little mama gonna back it up a little weight. Don't bother me. <laughs> Now show me why you're working. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like it has like this little bit of like country, like southern, like country vibe with like mixed with R and B. So if you guys find it on TikTok, it's by it's um. It's, uh, there's a lot of um. People like making it with this. Thing. This girl got a golden nerve, and I've just been dancing to it. Ugh. Pardon me. <laughs> um, I was only called to do the animal spirit today. Okay. all right what do you have out today i have out an herbary deck Mm. support for the body um i have the angel guide oracle and the psychic tarot oracle i felt called to that one which i don't always at all the angel one of course you know we love the angel one angel one's amazing rocking with the angel one um but you know we'll see if anyone want to come out from the psychic tarot oracle and if it does great if not then great Well, while you are allowing your deck to speak, I'll go ahead and just get us started so we keep on rolling. So the first card that came out was the crocodile, okay? And the crocodile represents resting, submerging, collecting energy, and cooling off. The crocodile reminds us to take a step back from the external world and turn inward now. It is not the time for decisions, actions, or discussions. The the crocodile's mantra is wait this doesn't mean lying around hoping life's challenges will disappear the crocodile is much smarter than that it means intentionally withdrawing gathering our awareness observing and building energy fill up the vital reserve so your next move comes from a place of wisdom and power Mm -hmm. the next card that came out give me one second here was the unicorn. Little weight, don't bother me. Girl, I like the way you work it. <laughs> That's my song. 
It's so fun. So the unicorn is reconnecting to higher wisdom or divinity. <laughs> it is difficult to see, hear, or think of a unicorn without immediately questioning if it's real. Did they ever exist? Perhaps long, long ago? The mind answers, maybe, or it could be, or no way. This very contemplation explains our relationship with divinity and encapsulates our wavering belief in the unicorn. We wonder that what divinity is. We wonder where our intuition comes from and if we can really trust it. We think about a higher power and our mind hesitates between yes, no, maybe, is it male or female? Does it have a name? Is it just a feeling? The unicorn card appears and wakes up the curiosity about the higher self and the divine. It is a card of questioning, exploring, and contemplating the inexplainable. The mind's eye knows there is something beyond our day-to-day -day lives, a deeper dimension to our experiences. The mind's eye reaches and reaches and reaches out to grab something more. You are the unicorn, and you have begun your quest for the answers. And the last card that came out was the lizard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And the lizard is instinctual, sensitive to the subtle, and a dreamer. The lizard is an expert in the realm of sensory perception. As if it has a sixth sense, the lizard hears what is yet to be spoken and sees what is yet to manifest. Although this is an amazing gift, it can easily wear the lizard down. Big crowds, lots of travel, or overstimulation will drain a lizard of their magical essence. This card is an indication to pull back from the bright lights in Big City and return to the inner artist who's been whispering your name. So thank you so much to the animal spirits that are present, giving us wisdom, confirming, and even expand, like grounding some of the messages that were coming in. We are so honored and we are so grateful. Anything you feel like expanding on those? So, mm, no, um, somebody I follow pulled two of those same cards this morning. Which ones? In the spirit. So the lizard and the alligator or the crocodile. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. From the <laughs> same. <day>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just like, okay. Heard, spirit. Heard. Oh. Uh, any expansion on those? <laughs> no, I think those were so clear. Okay. You're going to love these cards. Okay. So from the herb deck, we have three cards. Yarrow came out and pocket of protection. Hmm. The arrows of root, mm -hmm. ladies' mantle, and fortitude came out. Yeah, some root and sacral chakra energy in there, and then comfrey came out for the heart. What needs mending? What needs mending? Any of these we can expand on or read from the book, but I'm going to say what came out. 
From the angel deck, we have a no card. There's something we have to start saying no to. There is something mm -hmm. in our lives we have to start saying no to. What is it? What is it? It doesn't mean it's the problem that is in the front of your brain right now. It doesn't have to be that one. But there's something in our lives we all have to start saying no to. Or look at the stuff we're saying no to. Okay. The next card is manifestation. From the angel deck card, this is pretty good news. This means that we're not alone in our process of it. This means that it is a gift given to us from some other sources and forces. And we love that. Thank you. Manifesting now might be getting easier for some of us. Uh, we might have some extra supportive energies in um, our field. I'm, I'm feel as I'm as I'm saying this. I'm feeling it right. <laughs> and the last card from the angel deck is signs and reminders, which I love. I've never even pulled this one from the angel deck. So keep looking for those signs and those reminders, those animal spirits, those messages, those things that can only be felt and experienced rather than really understood okay um and then we have two cards out from the psychic tarot oracle deck we have number seven with many directions saying choose wisely okay so we this is telling us that we are going to have a lot of options or a lot of paths a lot of choices, a lot of invitations, a lot of collaborations, a lot of, um, yes, options is the right word. We can't take all of them. We know we can't go in all directions. We're going to be at this intersection of a few different ones here. And it's asking you to, yeah, follow really uh, the heart chakra, which was the second one that came out. So attention, <laughs> attention to this space. Um, there might be some grieving that needs some mending and, and comfort. There might be some harmony and harmonization of the heart space that we can really work on. There might be some integration. There might be some expansion. There might be, you know, many different things going on in the heart. Physically, if you're feeling any of the energetic upgrades or having your heart restrict or expand more than normal, or if it's, um, influencing affecting your heart rate and or anything like that you know what I mean just pay attention to this space on all in all the ways emotionally spiritually as well as physically um and listen to it listen to your heart listen to the heart space okay let's just start to listen to that heart I love you I love you all and I hope that these messages um, were nice for you. I, the angel card that tells, that says no, when we get that, I, it still makes my butt cheek squeeze. <laughs> I'm still like, ah, what do I have to say no to now? <sighs> yeah. I am like freaking out. All of those messages are so great. I hope they resonate with everyone. 
Drop down into the comments. What do you think? What do you think about these cards, everyone? What do you think about these messages? <clears throat> Let us know how you are going to be grounding. Like, this could be like an accountability space. Like, put down into the comments. Like, I'm making a commitment to myself this week to color one page or color a little bit. 15 minutes, five minutes of whatever. Going for a walk, whatever. I would love, love, love to hear from all of you. Okay. We really do love hearing from all of you. Thank you so much, everyone. Peace and love. Peace and love. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye.